Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey there, and uh, welcome to the program. I feel like it's been forever since last we spoke. It's uh, September 8th, uh, 2021, a year that will live in infamy in many of our memories. Uh, uh, Yeah, I first of all, Happy New Year to my Jewish listeners. Uh, Hope you had a happy holiday to everybody, Jewish and otherwise, because of the Labor Day weekend. Um, I wish I could say I did, but uh, maybe more on that later. Uh, Really, where to start? You know, there are. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start someplace that will surprise you, perhaps. But I, um, I've heard other people talk about this, and um, just in idle conversation. Uh, but I have to say that the glut of ads for online gambling um, are are so. Uh, ubiquitous and so offensive <laughs> to me. Anyone who's listened to me for any time knows that I am don't get gambling at all. It's not in my nature, and I think there's a obviously personality issues involved. Some people, you know, love the thrill, um, and others like me are are just more rational and aware of, you know, the odds. (laughs) And also knowing that this is a way that uh, the state has decided to separate people from their hard-earned money and how often that that is something that they can ill afford to do. It is a regressive form of taxation used by many states. I find it repugnant. You know, states have a real problem taxing rich people, but no problem ever shaking down people who don't have means. And knowing that this, the gambling leads to addiction for so many people, it ruins lives, it ruins families. And man, the TV networks and stations, local stations are making money hand over fist now on uh, promoting what is uh, potentially really destructive behavior. It makes me sick. I'm also sick that it usually employs good-looking women that have something, you know, something sexual allure, um, and also now heading into the uh, heavy-duty professional sports season. I'm sure we'll see more and more and more and more, and I'm, I, my heart goes out to those who are pulled in to this. Um, I think if we had a government that really looked after our interests, um, these kinds of ads would not be allowed. I'm always squawking about media literacy and how, you know, every time you see any kind of ad, 
that you should be looking at it with um, always a measure of skepticism. It doesn't mean that you're not being told the truth because sometimes ads are generally speaking true. <laughs> but often uh, they are not. And um, the other, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a sort of, you'll forgive, I hope you'll forgive me. I'm, I'm a little cloudy uh, for, again, reasons uh, why my weekend was not so great. Uh, but the other ads that drive me nuts and have for years and years and years and years and years and years, and years is the UPMC ads. Uh, as you know, again, I'm I'm not a fan of uh, of UPMC, and uh, I, which I I want I want to very quickly say is does not mean I am not a fan of uh, of the people, many of the people, probably most of the people who labor for UPMC. My animus uh, has to do with the administration, uh, which I, I have found just constantly repulsive. I just, just repulsive. They have no, there is no apparent uh, concern for what should be their core mission, which is. Uh, keeping people healthy and uh, fixing people who aren't healthy and uh, caring. Um, obviously, the administration uh, views it only as a, a business concern, and it is a rapacious kind of uh, business. Uh, let's not even get into the fact that it's, again, because our country is so mucked up, uh, that UPMC gets to call itself a charity and not pay its fair share of uh, of taxes that could help ameliorate the burden on uh, the little people of the city. And uh, I, I don't even get me started. But there's one ad, you know, these latest ads where they pick uh, one of their uh, doctors and uh, and the doctor talks about how wondrous it is to work for such an amazing an amazing organization unlike any other uh the greatest there's one some doctor always in white coat looking very you know very 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 cast as uh you know never mind i lost track of that there's one where a doctor uh, is is uh, tooting his own horn and, and saying, uh, "This is a quote that someone in uh, someone is seen in the clinic that has been turned down elsewhere and has been told surgery's not going to help. You're never going to eat again, <laughs> or you're never going to breathe again without oxygen." Uh, or you'll be sitting in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. But, says the white-coated doctor, 
but at UPMC, we are helping that patient who is told there is no hope. And then, you know, the camera zooms in on this uh, savior of mankind, and the doctor then says, I choose UPMC because the future is here. Well, this particular ad is uh, features uh, a guy uh, named Dr. James Lukatich, and I'm, I'm sure you now know where I'm going if you've read any local news. This guy is the head of UPMC's Department of Cardiothoracic Surgery. Uh, big, big, big position. And he is now a defendant in a huge federal lawsuit that accuses him and UPMC of... <laughs> I, I don't know where where to start, but the the bottom line is UPMC and this purportedly one of the highest paid uh, employees of UPMC of uh, stealing uh, that's what it is fraud fraud and stealing money from you. And me. Again, the tax dollars they don't contribute to, we contribute to. And they've been defrauding Medicare and Medicaid for years and years and years. And when you read some of what's in the complaint, you just can't believe the chicanery, the vileness, and the lack of care, literally, lack of care that endangered the lives of people who bought into the advertising. This guy was billing Medicare and Medicaid for three, I think sometimes four big duty surgeries. I mean, huge open heart, this kind of surgeries all being performed at the same time. That is what a genius this guy is. Now, it is true that I guess the big, 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 big doctors can maybe in adjoining ORs have two surgeries going on along with a lot of other attending doctors and they might shuffle between the two. But this guy, and with UPMC's knowledge, was leaving surgeries. Imagine, okay, just put yourself in the patient's role who's now you know, out of it, anesthetized and lying on a table, maybe with their chest cut open. And they had met with this doctor and had assumed that going into this terrifying surgery that he was going to be there with them 
and that he was doing the procedure. Never was it mentioned that anybody else would be doing it, and let alone a resident, which was often the case. So he would go back and forth. And sometimes some of these surgeries he was billing for at the same time weren't even in the same hospital. So he'd leave some poor soul on an operating table and then, I don't know, schlep across town to another UPMC facility where some other poor soul is is lying there um, undergoing of extremely serious surgery. And in order to facilitate this, these poor souls on the table are being subjected to more and more anesthesia. So uh, they, you know, don't wake up in the middle with their chest open and say, hey, where's Dr. Lutkovich or whatever the hell the jerk's name is. Now, anyone who's ever had general anesthesia knows that it is not a, not easy on your body. And for many people, it is really not easy. And the effects of it afterwards can be really rough. The longer you're under, the more the negative effects have a chance. So if a surgery, a long surgery is considered like even six hours, his people are on the table for 12, 13. Waiting for him to get back from whatever the hell he's doing. And believe me, there were side effects. Including amputations that wouldn't have happened. I cannot begin to imagine. So this is going on with him, the head of this cardiothoracic uh, division of UPMC. <laughs> you can only imagine it's going on with other divisions. And the way this became known is another very, very, I guess, respected doctor who has since left UPMC was a whistleblower, reported it. So disgusted was he. Leaving anesthetized patients for hours at a time while this doctor flits around and all so he can shake down and rip off Medicare and Medicaid. Yeah. Choose your hospital as if your life depends on it. That's all I want to say. Now, having said that, let me just say, and I'm not going to get into any detail here, 
and suffice to say that the end result was so far okay. But I spent um, eight hours with um, someone I love, uh, Labor Day, uh, in a UPMC emergency room. And all I want to say is that every single person from the security guard at the door to the receptionist to the intake nurse to the doctor to the then doctor that had to be called in to the woman who came to transport to for testing uh, every single person that we encountered was amazing amazing they were kind and calming and just amazing so i want to clarify that my animus toward upmc is not to its staff but the high levels of administration pack of effing thieves. And they don't deserve having these wondrous people work for them. Unbelievable. So, all right, I'll stop. There is, I'm, I'm not in a good mood. Perhaps you figured that out. Mostly I'm not in a good mood because, as usual, even though I had all these days to, you know, look for, look for something uplifting to talk about a few and far between, which is why I hope to hell that you were able to find uh joy and comfort uh, this weekend in your families, in your friends, in the glorious weather, in a good book, whatever. Because what's going on in this world is terrifying. There is no doubt about it. Uh Let me just bring you up to date. The COVID thing is making me insane because by all measures, this country, this rich country with all knee deep in vaccine should be without a doubt the leading the world in uh, pushing back this, this awful pandemic. But I got to tell you, we are nowhere near the head of the line on this. We are embarrassing ourselves. And let's be very clear about why. And I'm not blaming Joe Biden, okay? It's not his fault. 
he ended up in office overseeing a country in which 35% of the populace is stark raving mad. Can't even recognize their own self-interest. And the reason they're going to try to pin on Biden the fact that we're not progressing as we should is all the people, because all the people who didn't vote for him refused to get vaccinated. And some of them, I suspect, I really do, because they don't want to give him a victory. God, some of them are willing to die. They're putting their lives on the line. Here's the part, though, that I care about. They're putting everybody's lives on the line. And this is what they're too stupid to understand. Because the reality now is that the United States could well be among the countries of the world with the highest case numbers, the greatest risk of new outbreaks, and the largest incubator of new, possibly more lethal variants. That's us. Forty-five countries, 45 countries, almost all of which began vaccinating their populations after we had the vaccines. 45 countries have now fully vaccinated more of their population than we have. And I suspect that number is just going to keep going up and up and up. And the fact that so many Americans will not get vaccinated has put the United States on top in the three to four mostly unvaccinated nation, nations. As a, we're a leading hotspot. And when you see a picture of the countries of the world and the countries with the biggest infection rates are highlighted, there we are, the so-called richest country in the world, the exceptional United States of America, with tons of vaccine available. And the only reason we are besmirched by being colored in on these maps is because of the relentless stupidity. and selfishness of so many Americans. Our death rates are two to three times higher than most countries. I just read over the weekend that in South America, remember South America? Man, those poor people. They didn't have any vaccines way back when, when we did. So how come 
New infections, while we're seeing this huge spike, new infections in South America have fallen sharply. And a major factor? The speed with which, when they got the vaccines, they got them into their people's arms. And here's why they were able to do that as opposed to us. It has nothing to do with the competence of the government. It has to do with the fact that in these South American nations, they do not have a sizable percentage of their population that are knee-deep in conspiracy theories they don't have a situation where the vaccine or masks or other mitigating procedures are politicized no this pandemic again you can thank the republicans i guess it comes down to that pretty much the republicans the party of death Oh, I'm sorry. I'm right. They're the pro-life party. How silly of me. Oh, oh, the death-dealing Republican Party. Remember India? God, they didn't have any vaccines. Remember Japan? For some reason, they were way, way, way back. India has now given half its population, a first shot, Japan, 58%, on and on and on. And the countries that are beating us are not rich countries. 90 countries, mostly in South America, Africa, Southeast Asia, without the money. And in this country, (laughs) the reality is there are enough vaccines to vaccinate 70% of the globe with at least one right now. It has nothing to do with vaccine production. It does lie in distribution and infrastructure. But the fact that in this country, this wealthy country, where we could have had everybody vaccinated by now, we could have had everybody vaccinated. And COVID would have had to go someplace else looking for victims. And why, again, because we're stupid. We're the united stupid idiots of America. Here's what you gotta know will happen in the future. Country after country will bypass, will pass us up, the United States, 
in their levels of vaccination. And Americans will continue to be sickened and they will die. And you know what? This idea that now that it's the children who are most vulnerable because they can't be vaccinated. Uh, didn't you think that maybe that would get through to these folks? No, obviously didn't. There was a story in the New York Times featured some poor professor at uh, North University of North Georgia. He went in to teach his class practically in a hazmat suit. And he had told his, uh, his class that he expected them to wear masks minimally, <clears throat> even if they weren't vaccinated. And he walks into his first class heavily masked and looked out over a sea of students, almost all of whom did not have masks on. The state systems of Georgia, of Texas, of Florida are refusing to make vaccinations uh, or mask wearing even, refusing to mandate that. And professors are told they can tell their students that they are strongly encouraged to put on masks but they can't do anything to force them to. And teachers cannot even ask students who are exhibiting COVID-like symptoms to please leave the classroom. In a country this timid and this stupid, we are going to see this pandemic play out year after year after year. And that's the reality. My God. Here's something good that's happening. Just saying. Looking for something good. I'm looking for something good. There is a uh, a true nonprofit here, not like UPMC, called 412 Food Rescue. I'm sure you've heard of it because they are amazing, amazing. With a army of volunteers, they just go and pick up good food that for some reason would otherwise go to waste. And they bring it to people who need it. Seems like a no-brainer. If you're ever looking for a charity to give a little time to or money, you can't do much better than 412 Food Rescue. And I just want to let you know, because you're invited to this thing. It's the second annual Yin's Citizen Virtual Concert. And given the fact that, as I said, Americans are a bunch of friggin' idiots. Now, it's not true. Most are not. But you know who I'm talking about. 
these virtual concerts will probably go on forever because we're going to be in this pandemic for any ever. Anyway, the second annual Yin Citizen Virtual Concert, make a note of the date, September 16, because as I said, you're invited, and this is quite a concert. Uh, Joe Krasicki and the House Rockers, Derek Woods Band, musicians of the Pittsburgh Symphony, appearances by Wiz Khalifa, Baron Batch. So it's good. And guess what else? It's free. Yeah. So just make a, a note of it, okay? And uh, if you need more information, I just want you to go to yinscitizen.com. And it's spelled just like you think it is. Yin's Citizen, all lowercase, dot com. And uh, make sure that you uh, don't miss this free. I mean, this is a this is a charity giving back. Are you listening to that, UPMC? Almighty. Um, I'm sorry. I have a caller. Thank God I don't have to listen to me anymore. Hello. Hey, Lynn, it's Jonathan. Oh, God bless you. Hi. <laughs> you may have said that too soon. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay, sorry. I uh, <laughs> um, Shit. I want to talk about idiots. Um, I work at, uh, I, and I'll, I'll be a little careful, but I, I work at a medical facility that does uh, testing. So we, we don't see yeah. people that you know are sick, just certain kinds of tests. And I have the joyous responsibility of uh, calling the patients to confirm appointments. Mm -hmm. We have an office here in Allegheny County and an office in Fayette County. God help me. Anyway, um, one of the questions I ask is, are you fully vaccinated? Uh, over the past three weeks since we started asking that, I'm running at about 50%. The wow. others are... It, 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 how I keep it together, Lynn, I don't know, because I really do get angry. Uh, one guy told me uh, there are things uh, that he knows because he was in the military. Uh, there are things in the vaccine that can kill you. I talked to a woman yesterday. This woman I spoke to yesterday, she was in her 70s. Uh, she refused to get vaccinated because she has three friends, she claims, who uh, died because of the vaccine. Oh, uh, my God. It is, it is so infuriating. And I know my voice isn't hiding it. I just can't help it. There was only one I spoke to that I felt uh, not angry at. It was a young woman, and she actually listened to me when I talked to her about the vaccine. And she said, I don't know what to do. I feel so torn. All my family and friends say not to get it, but I hear what you're saying, and I just feel torn. And she genuinely felt yeah. torn, like she would be right. on the outs with everybody she loves. Well, and see, that's felt, the issue. That's what's happening. You know, they're yeah. telling there are people going in some of these communities where you know it's Trump land. Some people are wearing 
disguises. Yes, yeah, so go get a vaccine. Yeah, Can I read imagine? an article. Yeah, I read an article where a guy said he would rather his wife catch him with another woman than getting the vaccine. It, 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 it's it's it. I don't know, and it's sad. But yeah, we're running at about fifty percent. Well, that that is reflective of I think the national the, the national uh, yeah. numbers. Yeah, but it's just and we're, we're I don't know what we do with this level of stupid. I don't. What no. do we do? And because well, they're 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 creating, they're prolonging this god awful thing, and it's killing people, and it's keeping the kids from living normal lives and growing as they should. I can't. And did you see? There's in in uh, school district after school district uh, outside of Allegheny County, there are parents and kids protesting that they have to wear masks. Oh, the you know. Protesting My their freedom, freedom. their oh. freedom. What it's in the name of God? You know, you would think I, once, I, once people would see, and I, I tell people this who aren't vaccinated. I want to tell them about the the pediatric ICUs being so. You would think when it comes to kids that that would do it, but it's such what, yeah. religious, and by religious, I don't mean necessarily religion, but I mean Trumpism. They're so virgin, um, fervent. They're so adamant. They just will not do it, no matter what. No. And it's it's sickening. It, it's I, and I you asked about what to do. <laughs> Logic doesn't help. Science doesn't help. And the one thing no. that has confused me is why Trump. I feel like spitting every time I say his name. Why he hasn't. Release the statement. Everybody get your vaccine. I, I my administration did it. I want everyone because, to do it. The numbers but you know would why. skyrocket. Well, but the numbers yeah, but you know why. Because it's Biden. We get the credit. Well, yes. because Biden would get the credit. Also, because he did say something like that at this rally he had uh, in Georgia, right, and his own people booed him never before have they booed him so again it's they've created this monster of their base Mm. which is so which is a minority of americans but they are so zealous and so crazed that the people who created them are scared to death of them including donald trump that's a good point i had forgotten about that because I was thinking yeah. that the rates would rise and then he could take credit and say, look how powerful no. I am. But I forgot he got food for that. Oh, um, yeah, and he quickly, <laughs> he backtracked so fast, so fast. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Right. God help us. Well, listen, Lashana Tova anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Lashana Tova. You know okay. what? They, I, I just have to tell. Okay. I, I, do, I have to tell you this. That, you know, so it was the Jewish New Year and there's a local Jewish newspaper and the headline story uh, of the Jewish New Year, I mean, for the Jewish New Year was congregations ready security (laughs) for holiday. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, again, (laughs) anywhere you look, there is no reason to feel comfort or joy. When Jews have their big holidays coming up, what's the story? Are they safe? Can they do it? My daughter, who's in college, um, went to uh, an outdoor uh, service held by the uh, University Hillel. (laughs) And I said to somebody, uh, gee, I didn't see it publicized anywhere. And she said, yeah, they don't exactly announce when there's going to be a big group of of Jews standing around outside. That's that's not something they announce. Isn't that something? Yeah. Isn't that effing something? All right. Goodbye. I'm depressed. Goodbye. Love you too. Bye. Good God in heaven. I have callers. I have callers. I have two more callers. All right. Let's go right to you. Hi. Hello? Hello? Hey, this is Jeff from way down in Greene County. Haven't called you for a while. Uh, um, I was just uh, thinking about um, the hypocrisy of of conservatives in this whole business with, you know, how they they say they're pro-life. But, you know, um, (laughs) yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. It's it's amazing they say that because, you know, they don't care if, if. little kids starve or are in cages or anything like that or if kids die from covid or uh, people older people die from covid or anybody dies from covid or you know anything Uh, they just they did they don't care they and you know the way they say that they are pro-life is just nothing but a bunch of hypocrisy you know it's the same way as they go with with uh oh well, business owners should be able to discriminate against anybody they want to, you know, if if it's a black person or if it's a gay person or something like that. Um, business owners should be able to deny them, you know, entry into their business or, you know, service. But, you know, if but. <laughs> but if if you're not wearing a mask, oh, I have a right to go to that business, you know. That's right. It, it, That's right. Yeah, it, it's just a bunch of, of bullshit hypocrisy. Sorry. Uh, and, oh, yeah, and I was apologized also, to me. Yeah. I, and I was also thinking, you know, the reason why they don't want people vaccinated, it, like the Republican Party, for one thing. Yeah, it's it's not to give Joe uh, a victory, but it's also to make things as po- miserable as possible until the next election where they can say, hey, we let the Democrats be in charge for a while and they didn't get this business under control. So, right. you know, it's time to vote us vote us in and, and fix all this pro- all these problems. Yeah. So, yeah. It's amazing. It, it, it's just amazing. It, it's just, yeah, that's exactly why they're doing it, especially like the politicians and the pundits and everything. Why they're saying, you know, I don't know if you heard about Tucker Carlson a while back. He was he was saying that like making your kid wear a mask is is child abuse. Yeah, child abuse. Can you? Right. Can, oh, yeah. God. You know you it, can't. It, I know. Yeah. 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 You just words don't suffice. You're just left yeah. with a, a feeling of such frustration and anger and 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 just incomprehension yeah unbelievable it's, uh, it's been driving me up i the hear wall. you <laughs> i uh, hear you 
It, I, I, just, been, I can't yeah. wait till we get past this. Uh, well, I no. If they had their druthers, we're not going to get past it. We're no, not. Yeah. We're going to spend this winter and the next winter and the winter after that. Maybe COVID will get so sick of us having infected everybody that it'll say, "All right, we're out of here for a while." Yeah, maybe it'll burn itself out. You know, like kind of like yeah. ours did. Yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh uh, God, help us. Okay. Hey. Well, that's all <laughs> I wanted to there. say. So, okay. okay. Thank take, you. Take my call. Bye bye. Yo, sure. Thank you. Jeez. Is there somebody else there? Come on in. Hello? Hi, Lynn. This is Ella. I just wanted to call and say Shana Tova and Zagazonik. You're oh, welcome. And thank I- you. So- thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Shana Tova. Yeah, thank you. Oh. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. But I want to say something else. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, because you said I just want to say. I thought. Yeah, I, well, that I that would be the intro. Okay, now we'll go into the pamphlet. I read a pamphlet by, oh. uh, he was copywritten by Lee Feldman. And uh-huh. Judaism is a, is a religion of deeds, not creeds. And I'm moving forward. I got my vaccination, and I'm moving forward. And I think the people that don't get the vaccinated, it's like occupying their mind, and they're not moving forward. Well, you're right, but they're keeping the rest of us behind because they're their not actions really, not, not their if we create, refuse, not what? if we cre- create something that's going to uh, make us look. I just feel that we're we're going to look better, and also, uh, Tikkun Olam yeah, is uh, Jewish for they're going to repair the world. So I'm look. I'm moving forward to that, and I can remember I was in a library, and it was it was a documentary on Mister Rogers, and he even mentioned taking Olam. So that's all. Mm-hmm. That's all now. So God bless, and just keep pushing forward. Thank you. Okay. Thank so you, on. Ella. Okay. So, bye. <laughs> a positive thinker. Tikkun Olam to repair the world. Man, that's a job. Whoa. Uh, So another thing the Republicans have brought us, of course, is this, the pro-life party, is um, this ban on abortion, essentially. Not to mention the Supreme Court, which we can get to at some other. We're going to run out of time to get in all the malefactors here. I want to, somebody sent me this. Oh, wait, Ed. Ed says, hello, Lynn. We all need to relax a bit and just let the herd be thinned. Oh. I, uh. (laughs) Ed. Let me go to where I was going. Um. This is a, uh, you know, George Carlin was so ahead of the game. I mean, he, I don't know how long has he been gone? And I, and I'm sorry, I don't know where this little clip is from. It's, uh, it's a little over a minute, I think, but I want to play this to you because this is him at a concert. Um, and he's talking about Republicans saying they're pro-life. 
And he's so right on the money here. And, you know, obviously, since he's been gone, he would have more and more and more and more fodder. But let's just listen to this. And I'm hoping this will work. And uh, see. Okay, of course not. Why isn't it working? I knew it. It would seem so easy. Okay, hang on. I'm moving it back. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. Uh, by the way, there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's working too much. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. I'm. I, wait. I gotta move this back. Okay. Here we go. Mexico, one of the largest Catholic nations in the world, um, their Supreme Court unanimously decriminalized abortion. Unanimously said, abortion is not a crime. Now, what that means is that in all of these states of Mexico, because they have states like we do, there are all kinds of laws, state laws, that classify abortion as a crime and that allow for uh, even jailing of, of, of women who have abortions uh, or all kinds of other criminal pen penalties. The fact that the Mexican Supreme Court just said it ain't a crime means that all of those laws will now be unconstitutional in Mexico, which means Mexico is moving very much closer to having abortion available to women there. 
legal abortion. Because if the law, if the highest court in the land says abortion is not a crime, that means it's not illegal. So if it's not illegal, well, then ain't going to take too much to say it's legal. So you know what? You're going to see a reverse migration of women in Texas heading across the border to Mexico to get health care. Barbara just sent me something about Texas. has to do with where they stand, rank, in terms of the other states. Texas is a state that criminalizes abortion. We now know that. But it ranks 50th among the 50 states in baby wellness checks. 50th in clinical care for infants. This is exactly what Harlan was saying. They insist these babies be brought into the world and then they say, fuck them. Texas ranks 50th in the number of women with no health insurance. They rank 43rd in maternal mortality. They rank 44th in school funding per child and 46th in childhood hunger. To be clear, Texas doesn't give a damn about the lives of children. I was telling you about South America, start, you know, now beating us. Even Brazil. Remember Brazil with that Trump-like Bolsonaro uh, president? They are um, they are now ahead of us in terms of vaccinations. How the hell is that possible? Chile, more than seventy percent of Chileans have been fully vaccinated. 70%. Same in Uruguay. Schools in these countries have resumed in person. They're back living their lives because they don't have these idiot Republicans. Well, the other huge, huge issue, the biggest issue, and you could even say it's the biggest public health issue, is climate. Um, and Americans, as usual, will are waking up more to it. But in terms of the action that will be taken, uh, that ain't going to be fast enough. Our government doesn't move very fast in good times. But in this divided time where Republicans are trying to block anything that will help us address this urgent issue, 
You know, when they write the epitaph for this globe, I don't know who's going to be around to read it, but the Republicans have stood in the way of every single bit of progress. Anything that historians will look back on and say, well, they made some progress here with that. It'll be something that Republicans fought tooth and nail to stop, as they are now. Now, the horrific flooding in the Northeast, um, New York, you know, all, all, all of this, this will not get better. It will get worse. It will get more so. So what are we doing about it? You got a centuries-old infrastructure that is not built for this. It worked just fine there in the late 18th century and 1800s, excuse me, and the 20th century, but it's a different world now. And while we dither and say, oh, but that would cost so much money. You know, there are other countries that have started doing the hard work. Let's, I'll just take, take one. And, and you'll say, well, but they, uh, yeah, they were ahead of us, the Netherlands, because they sit below sea level. If you've ever been there, I mean, you're right there. You can walk from the land right onto the water. Well, then you sink. But the Netherlands, because much of their country does lie below sea level, have always been out front on this kind of thing. But also knowing that it was going to get worse and worse as the oceans rose. Way back, 15 years ago, they created a program called Room for the River. And it gave government a whole bunch of power and money to authorize the wholesale redesign and rebuilding of all kinds of watersheds and neighborhoods that cannot exist as they did. They established these water boards, not to be mistaken with waterboarding, that have the ultimate authority over how land will be used. And if a water board determines that this land is needed for flood protection, well, then developers go have to go away. Or even residents who live in this area have got to move. And, of course, the government helps them with that, but it tells them in no uncertain terms, we can't have your house here. We have got to use this protect more people than you. There are specific taxes in the Netherlands that are dedicated solely to water management. They don't have national flood insurance programs. 
for idiots who continue to live in flood zones and then expect taxpayers to bail them out. And this whole bunch of laws and mandates that constitute room for the river has also created dozens of new parks, which we know is better than highways and asphalt. Parks and these tend to be in underserved neighborhoods, which are always in vulnerable areas. They have resettled whole populations living in flood zones, and they've put them in new homes out of harm's way. That's what a government that is allowed to function can do. And even though they're so ahead of the game, their chief scientist, who is 43 years old, says, it's happening faster than we anticipated. I didn't expect all of this to happen in my lifetime. That's a guy who knew and was warning the rest of us. We'll, uh, we have to acknowledge that our cities are built for a climate that no longer exists. But I wouldn't hold my breath. As long as there are Republicans in state legislatures with power, as long as there are Republicans in our national government with power, we're not going to be able to do the kinds of heavy-duty things to protect ourselves. We're not going to be able to. All right, guys, I am so sorry for um, <laughs> depressing you, but what are we going to do? We have the misfortune of living in reality instead of where so many of our country folk have fled to live in unreality, conspiracy theory, anything that will give them answers to something that scares the hell out of them. God almighty. All right. I'll stop. I'll stop. Ha ha ha. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Lynn Cullen live. Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.